15 episodes, that means 15-year anniversary time? I don't know. I'm Rhino. I'm Ken. And we are the Podcast Rangers. Rangers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Rhino, joined by the other host. Not the co-host, Ken. I'm upgrading you. I'm tired of saying co-host. It feels demeaning. You are the other host. I feel less demeaned. (laughs) Yes, I'm using, I'm going from the word co to the word other. You're welcome. You are like the others on Lost. You live further inland, and I live by the water. I am Jack. And you are Michelle Rodriguez. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, welcome to our Lost podcast, and uh, we call this one Smoke Monster. Um, no, so we are. You know, I said it before. We're going to do the fun, and every time we get to a a um, a, in a number of episodes, we don't have what milestone episodes. Milestone episodes. That's a good word. Yeah. Um, Whenever we get to one of these milestone episodes, which really we only have like two left, but um, we're going to celebrate an anniversary episode of the show. So we hit 15, which means it's time to go on over to Operation Overdrive and revisit Once a Ranger Part 1. And is Part 2 called also called Once a Ranger? Yes. Why wouldn't it be called Always a Ranger? But whatever, that's just me. I don't care. I mean, obviously we care. We made this podcast. Let me start. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. I, please. When you messaged me, you were like, don't forget, we're talking about uh, Once a Ranger. And in my head, I like responded to you. I was like, oh, that's great. Because I was thinking of the other Adam uh, Returns episode. And I was like, cool, oh. I'm going to talk about an In Space episode. I get to watch that episode again. It's one of my favorites. And I wasn't connecting the dots to think like, oh, this is Operation Overdrive. This is the hot garbage. It's. Is. It's weird because like I actually thought back on this as being like, oh, this episode's really good because for me, this episode came out of nowhere because this was around the time in my life where like I had moved to Florida, um, you know, from from where I was from in Massachusetts. And it it just kind of like it it came on in a time in my life where everything was kind of in flux. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they actually celebrated the 15 year anniversary of Power Rangers. That's crazy. And it's a two part episode. And what? Adam is back. Like it was a big deal. And I remember watching it and thinking like, okay, cool. And I, this was around the time where I was really only being able to catch, like I've only seen the first couple episodes of operation overdrive. So I know very little about the show other than they're looking for the jewels, this like Corona aura crown. And they're apparently Bruce Wayne is their like backer of the power Rangers or whatever. And like, I'll respect lion suit. Bruce Wayne also like it's not even like he can't wear a suit he's just like always wearing like lazy clothes he's he's always well he's trying to be like the wannabe Indiana Jones he's like I've got my cargo pants on today kids we're ready to do some research adventure. my butler has cucumber water on the way in if you uh, he has all these things and he's in on the secret lair but for some reason you're still taking telephone poles down uh, telephone poles Jesus <laughs> fire fire firefighter pulls into the basement i i it's it, i i get somebody clearly loved like the 60s batman and was like that's what i want to do about power rangers and 
you know what? That's fine. It was 60s Batman, Indiana Jones. I get it. Uh, whatever. I don't know. But let's just talk about this specific episode, because I feel like you can still watch this episode and not really have too much of a grasp on the show like I did <laughs> um, and, you know, get where it's going. When I first watched it, I would. I, so this 15 year anniversary. OK, so we don't we don't really have another anniversary episode to compare it to other than Forever Red. All right. So we haven't right. had this like build up. We haven't had, you know, it's still we're not we're in that like, you know, it's Disney owned, but it's not like, yeah, I identify this as a Disney brand. A hundred percent. I don't know that we I don't even know that we ever got to that point where it was a hundred percent like, yes, what Disney bum, bum, bum. this is a Disney owned brand. Disney is ownership of Power Rangers. Like, I feel like the entire time Disney owned Power Rangers, you could tell a random in the street and they'd be like, no, they don't. Well, it's, like, it's a weird thing because there are points where like this was a Disney owned property. It was on, you know, that kind of like basic network. But the Power Rangers were in uh, MGM Studios at that point. Now Hollywood Studios, right? Mm-hmm. It, it was uh, uh, it was MGM when they first started making their appearances. Yeah. OK, so there was that. Like, I remember, like, you could find like pins like that's a big thing with Disney parks is like the pins. So they had Power Ranger pins. There was an for, SPD one for sure. I had that one. Um, but you also have to think like it's one of those things where Disney has had properties in their parks that they did not own. Like Ninja Turtles used to hang out in MGM studios. Also, they had like goosebumps. Goosebumps was another one. Like they had stage shows and it's not like those were like Disney properties. So like Power Rangers, I feel like falls like it could be viewed to fall into that, but it was very much like an owned thing. But it was also like one of those things where they owned it and it was just like off to the side. Like they didn't really yeah, I don't, monitor it. I don't know. It was, it was ever a thing that like, I'm not saying there wasn't some love given to it because I will say some, you know, you got RPM as I think one of the best seasons of Power Rangers. You got, I think Dino Thunder is a great season. Ninja Storm, you know, there are people who love Mystic Force. Like I, you know, and SPD clearly had some sort of impact on this series because it still is so ingrained in the mythology of the show as it goes forward that like Disney should not be discredited for what they did with the show. But at the same time, it was never the full force of Disney. It was like, it was like what you said. It was like a side project. It was Disney's side piece. And they basically, I think it got a couple people that were very invested with it. Disney basically said, okay, we bought this property. That was a worldwide property that we don't feel like has met its full potential. So we're going to give you this amount of money, this amount of budget, do whatever you want, you know, do this. And like, you're very, you know, not monitored severely. And so I think it just kind of like people were like, all right, well, what are we going to do? And they kind of went with it. And, you know, and I, I honestly, though, judging, judging overdrive from this one two parter, is like, ugh, it feels very this is, this bare is bones stuff like from this series. Like I told you this uh, when we did, I think our low point stuff, when I was like, all of operation overdrive is, trash i the first note i have is i hate operation overdrive and there are things that i (laughs) the first note in your thing for this episode like yes because after i realized it was an operation overdrive crossover i was like i hate operation overdrive so much and the mute the intro music is so terrible i Uh, actually that's my first note i wrote i forgot how much i don't love the operation overdrive theme song um and I hate the Yeti monster. The thing I will say is like, there's a ton of villains in this that 
And I I had to think back and like I looked up to be like, are all these villains in the series? And the only one like general or what is it? Thrax Thrax is the only yeah. one that they introduced for this crossover. Yeah, because because like, I know the 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 cold, the heat miser and the <laughs> the other one from the Rudolph special, the snow miser, the two of these, they're either like brothers or so or they they introduced this idea that the two of them were basically like they were. Go- so there was like three factions. It was like the two of them. And then the power Rangers were all trying to go for this one thing. And then, but then like their generals had these other missions or whatever too. Cause there's that, that girl and that furry, that monster with the furry collar, whose name I so, can't. Like, I hate the Yeti monster and I hate the ice villain with the teeth. Like he has so many teeth. It's his mustache. Like he, it's like well, has, his teeth are so big. Mouth. Yeah. Um, but I do like the aesthetic of the blue knight villain. Uh, I believe his name is Candelore. Candelin. I don't know. The blue knight villain. The one he's with the, the furry collar. Like, yeah, the furry collar. The furry collar. Yeah, he's with the girl most of the time. Yeah, he yeah. looks cool. Um, and then the other dark knight characters, the green and the yellow one, which I found out was a, they're both cyborgs, Mig and Banglo, which they're cat people. I didn't know this until I looked it up after the fact. They oh, were I didn't realize cat that. People at some point. So like some of the villains, like they have un- their underlings are like cat based. And Interesting. so they had different forms and were defeated by the Power Rangers and then came back as cyborgs. So the cool ones that we see right in the crossover uh, are cyborg Mig and cyborg Banglo like. But they're in the show, right? Yes. Yes. But so they're like, there are generals underlings. Yes. Which is interesting. I, I, you know, I don't hate the, the Yeti monster. Like you said, that's Kelson Henderson too. You know, I hate his look. I, I know. Well, it's just his voice, obviously, because he, I don't think I, I'm imagining it's just his voice. I don't think he played the character, but you know, it's, it's crazy how, like when power Rangers went to New Zealand, how, I think about New Zealand as just being this like, yeah, it's filmed there, whatever. But there, like, there are some people that like the show has now been filmed there longer than it was ever filmed in the United States. Cause mm-hmm. it's been there for 15 years and you know, or I mean, yeah, I guess about 15, maybe more than 15 years. And, um, you know, like you have somebody like Kelson Henderson, who's been in like SPD. Um, he was a mystic force, right. You know, and wait, was he in Mr. Force? Mm. I, regardless, you know, he's in Samurai. He's in all these things. And like he he's the voice in, in Beast Morpher. Like he's a, also Campbell Cooley is uh, I, I believe that's his name. Yeah. Campbell Cooley is also now become this kind of fixture of Power Rangers, too, because he he's the voice of Scrozzle and Beast Morphers. And he was in. He was uh, Cosmo Royale and and Ripcon and Jack O'Lantern Judge and Ninja Steel and he was in uh, he was uh, Snide in Dino Charge and he was also uh, uh, Admiral uh, Malcor and like all these things and and he's been in the show for a while and then he's the voice of like alpha six in this why is it alpha six i don't understand that but anyway let's let's just dive right into the episode so we both started same thing forgot how much we hated the overdrive theme um i said i'm i'm going in this knowing very little about this season and i said you know what what i kind of noticed right away because this kind of starts with like a heist of a um 
of like a museum or whatever because they're looking for one of the jewels. I'll give this episode props for being something where as somebody who wasn't currently deeply involved in the show but knew you know the basics of the season, I could come in and watch this episode and not be 100% lost. Okay, Mm -hmm. And, And I think that's a good... Uh, what I love about Forever Red, what we said before, is that it's an episode that exists independent of its season. You right. literally could know nothing about Wild Force and pop in and enjoy it. You know, this you have to, you would want to you'd maybe know a little bit, but you could you could understand it from the episode. Whereas the 20th anniversary episode is literally a waste because it makes it's it's nonsensical for the outsider. It's nonsensical for the insider. But we'll get to that in a later episode. But equally nonsensical. Um and with this, I feel like it has a little bit more room to breathe to communicate some of those things just because it yeah. is a two-parter. And I had totally forgot that this was a two-parter. Like, for some reason in my mind, it starts with the, like, them showing up, like, and I, it's, that's wrong, but, um, or, like, them bringing Alpha into it, but. Well, I said it, it was a two-parter that felt like it could have been, it it was too a little bit too much for a one part, but not enough for a two part. Right. Um, like it could have just been like an extended episode, like give it thirty five minutes. Which we'll just make it a well, yeah, I guess, yeah. But it, it's one of those where it, I also said right away, it's it it was crazy to me how different this season immediately looks, like visually. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know if you pick, you kind of saw it like I did, but it was like the location where they were filming in the very beginning, I was like, this doesn't look like anything I'm used to, you know, like right. some, t- I, don't- I was thinking that with the fight, uh, the Stonehenge stuff, Oh, where it's like very, oh, okay. very like green. Yeah. Um, but I feel like mystic force was very much that as well. Like rather than getting like quarry fights or, or th- like beach fights and things, it's like a lot that, of woods. Yeah. A lot of woods are like grass areas. Yeah. Um, knolls, uh, no, a grassy knolls, yeah. So the the aesthetic is definitely different. Um, I I agree with you. Like I I feel like you can be kind of like dropped into this and get a, a general idea of what's going on with yeah. the normal season. I that doesn't make me like it. And there's like the thing where the rangers are coming in like to the mansion and they're just getting the the cucumber water stuff. Oh, like I hate this. Oh, you're jumping ahead. I got notes before this. Okay. But I do agree with you. When they were sipping the cucumber water, I was like, I don't really have any empathy for you guys. You just went to a mansion. is the best thing. You have a butler who is serving you cucumber water and you're being like, isn't it great to be a power ranger? And I'm like, do you realize what the teenagers with attitude went through? I don't know. Um, so uh, I right away, you know, they, the 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 villains get these messages, these little like weird football things from that have like Rita or Zed's. I don't know like, bones on them or something, but it looks like his metal like carapace thing. Uh, yeah, and like the Z logo. Well, and, also, like, so they. Weird- they all get sucked into this like meeting area. And I, I wrote a note where I said, is this supposed to be Rita's dark dimension? Cause if he's the son, okay. So bear with me. They, he does have the throwaway line where he is the son of Rita and Lord said, but he, that literally is thrown away in such a way where it has no impact. But at the same Which, time, you're like, that doesn't what? Make any, how far also is this? Yeah. From? Because- okay. If this is the 15 year anniversary, 
the most okay lord zed doesn't show up till year two but let's say they let like bumped bumped uglies at some point before this how is that a 15 year old <laughs> But also, no, he Thrax has said like he fought. uh, What is it? The scent? It's not. Yes, I wrote that too. this. Yeah, the Sentinel Knight, which and he was like like, banished in the dumpster and then he was on the moon. And I said, how long was he in that dumpster? I said I literally wrote a note where I said I said five, five years max. Right. It's was he it's that like a Dragon Ball Z thing, like the hyperbolic time chamber where like time passes in the dumpster. Well, I also thought, okay. Well, he also, I, I first said, okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're skipping over notes. I feel like I have, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, I want to acknowledge the terrible dialogue. Um, So when they all tell into this meeting room, they're like, Thrax, weren't you banished forever? Blah, blah, blah. And I was, and I wrote banished from where forever. Why? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. And also just generally banished. Like you can have been banished and you'd be like, okay, well, like, from target or like the mall can i go to the juice bar i don't know um um i i wrote the next note was also when would the sentinel knight have banished him uh and i said i don't hate that they did the space dumpster reference thing but this guy has only been in prison for maybe 10 years right like assuming he popped him an adolescent child well i wrote assuming he popped out like the way he is (laughs) (laughs) i'm assuming that rita and zed got busy in the in the third season episode of the wedding which we will get our figures eventually hopefully um and like Rita birthed at some point during Zeo. We'll we'll assume a giant bone, a fully baby. grown adult with horns for some weird reason. Because like he inherited like, those from he's got like a weird who? like I don't know. Uh, well, he's got he has, Zed. She has the hair like things that look like horns. So I'm assuming they're just like maybe under her hair is bone horns. Well, I was like, why didn't he inherit his mom's boobs or something? Like, I don't well, get. He has the weird face thing that only, it only covers half of his mouth, like the faceplate thing. But well, then he has a row of fake teeth in front of his other teeth. Well, and you're like, what family member are those coming from? Maybe that's why Zed has the full face mask, because he's like, my face is all messed up. This feels like it was designed by somebody who was like, okay, well, it's a 15-year anniversary. We want to celebrate the history of the franchise, and let's bring it together. And somebody was like, ugh, okay, Bare Minimum and Mighty Morphin. What do we know? They're like, well, we know Rita. We know Zed. We know they got married. And they're like, well, did they have a kid? And they're like, no. And they're like, yeah, they did. Right now. Boom. This guy. This 50-year-old guy right here. Boom. Well, and they're like, well, they, you know, the show, this is the Sentinel night, like a hundred years ago. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. He can do that. And they're like, well, you know, the show's only been on for 15 years. And they're like, yeah, but this guy's been alive for thousands of years. And they're like, well, no, Rita and Zed have only been married for like five yeah, no, years. No, that happened so long ago. It's not like we're going to bring anybody back who maybe fought Rita and Zed before. What's one of the Rangers we can get? Uh, let's bring in the back Mighty Morphin. Yeah, Mighty Morphin. People love Mighty Morphin. Yeah, well, it's just like <laughs> I, uh, I, oh, I did write a note too here. Also, this isn't much long after Mystic Force, right? So this is like a year or two after. I mean, how many seasons after Mystic Force is this? Uh, is it the next season? Because, because, well, yeah, because I always get mixed up watch. which came. Well, SPD was after Dino Thunder. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. So it means Mystic Force would have been the last season because it would have been Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder. SPD Mystic Force. Yeah, so Mystic Force 
oh my God, Mystic Force is the season before this. And so that's when we've learned that Rita became Mystic, the Mystic Mother. And we're like, and then like, oh yeah, but she also had a 50 year old child five years ago that was somehow, forget it, whatever. They adopted, like, well, how did they adopt somebody? Like, is it Zed's child from a former marriage, but he's claiming he's Rita's kid? I don't know. But like, I wrote, um, I do appreciate, I, I will say this. I appreciate the investment in building this like suit the, the of the, of Thrax, you know, like sure. the, like, you know what? They, they built this rubber suit. That was an American made suit to honor this anniversary episode. So there was some sort of like investment in here. Okay. And then I wrote, I hate the mansion. Uh, <laughs> I said, this is such a slap together plot. I, 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 and I, okay. So, and then this is around the point where I started thinking about um, anything else. Well, yeah, this is my mind wandered, but I have this, I, this thought for you. So, okay. So you had, we had the original Saban era and then it was sold to Disney. So then we had the Disney era, which was, you know, for a, it, like, I don't know, was it almost 10 years or something? It was a while. Let's ballpark it. It's cause we had, we had Ninja storm, uh, Dino Thunder, SPD, Mystic Force, Overdrive, Jungle Fury, RPM, right? So seven Are you years. On your fingers? Yeah. Okay. Could you tell? Yes. <laughs> okay. Seven, seven seasons, you know. Um, well, and then the Mighty Morphin reimagining will count that as an eight year. So it's about eight years this has been with with them, you know. And so, I mean, almost as long as Power Rangers had been on at this point and people and then Neo Saban came back and they did. And I feel like there was a big thing where they were like, oh, and Disney ruined the show. And I'm like, well, maybe they drove it into the ground. But I wouldn't say that the seasons they made were not. I some Good. of the better seasons of. Yeah, like I will say it over and over again. Like I think Ninja Storm and. And like Dino Thunder are very good on their own. And I know people love Mystic Force and I know people say things about Jungle Fury and RPM is still a Disney season. So there and I will argue that almost any Disney season is better than most of the Nickelodeon seasons at this point mm-hmm. is what is my feelings. I, I mean, I love I, I not love. I do enjoy Beast Morphers and I did like Jungle Fury or Jungle Fury Dino, Dino Char- Charge for the first part. Uh, I haven't finished the second season yet, but but. But anyway, I said, I think now that Hasbro owns the rights to it, it puts everything on like a level playing field. So like Neo Saban era kind of shunned that Disney era. And now Hasbro can be like, well, we didn't make any of this show ever. So it's all level for us. Like we'll put if you want somebody from Disney, we'll put them in the show. If you want somebody from Fox, we'll put them in the show. If you want somebody from Nickelodeon, we'll put them in the show because it's it's all level now. And um, pretty much which actors want to play ball with that stuff that also led me into the thought where i was thinking maybe that is an extra reasoning why hasbro has chosen to use the ryo Sayoga or however you say it the the dino fury season as the next ad- next adaptable season because for them this will be their first entirely independent of what came before season and mm-hmm. for them they could be making their own version of mighty Morphin power rangers because it's dinosaurs if they're in high school and they're like okay we are finally fully and completely unattached from Saban, unattached from everything that was before. And now we are going to be, we're starting our own right here. And and that so then I was like, well, this might make a little more sense to the thought process of doing the dinosaurs and the thing. And it's like, it's a, it's a, it's like a baptism as such, you know? <laughs> um, 
I my uh, notes autocorrected because the next note says this is Feinstein, the era in the show where it was nonstop slow motion explosions. So I don't know what I wrote with the word Feinstein was autocorrected from, but I don't know who Feinstein is either. But um, good old Feinstein. But I will tell you this, especially in this first episode, there's a lot of. I appreciate the fight scenes where the Rangers are not talking a lot, but there are nonstop in entirely too slow. Uh, like fight, like every time, every time anything happens, there is a massive explosion behind a power ranger followed by a slow motion jump or, or a pose fall. or something. Yeah. In front of it. And I am just like, I am not, this is, it's like, Again, it's somebody on the base level who doesn't like the show, whatever, saw what they did and was like, okay, we have to do this. It's mm-hmm. like it's like they were trying to do what they did in Forever Red, but they with none of the context. They right. were just like, okay, well, there's there was no, a lot of that slow motion. Like weird effects that make no sense. Like there's a point where one of the Rangers like falls into a car and the sparks come out of the windshield scene. Oh, don't even get me started on the cars. That'll come up later. <laughs> That's in part two. Well, no, the well, this is before I have. Is there a the, car in part one? Yeah. Oh, I was not paying attention very well. This then. is before the line with the uh, I like the suits thing. So it's it's definitely part one. Wait, is are you telling me there was a car parked somewhere at the Stonehenge area? Stonehenge is episode two. No, or, it's not. It's no, episode Stonehenge one because the that's where they show up. One is like yeah. The, so that's when they show up. But no, there's a car in like one of the first fight scenes. Um, okay, but the like one of the Rangers gets like thrown into the car. Um, I think when they first start to get overpowered, like and then you have one of the Rangers show up with a Zord almost immediately and get stored. What a Zord? I yeah. don't think that there weren't Zords in this entire they, two episodes. Yes, there in the first episode. There no, was a point it's, where... it's not a Zord. It's like a it's like a it's a motorcycle because Adam rides it in the second one. No, there is a Zord in it. Because the girl is like controlling it and she like it trips or falls and she falls out of it. Oh, my God. How long did I look away from the screen for? There's in the first fight where they get like their butts kicked when like all of the villains fight together. It's not at Stonehenge. Right. So there's. Yeah, it's it's outside of the museum. Yeah. So this is the fight I'm talking about. There's a point where one of the, the female rangers shows up in a Zord. Like they had just started fighting and then she shows up in the Zord. It gets hit or something and she falls out of it, like is flung from it. And then oh there's God. a scene where one of them gets thrown onto a car and sparks fly out of the windshield scene. I was like writing notes. I can't even believe I missed that. So, um, but anyway, if we fast forward to the, Oh no, uh, we're not oh, fast forwarding past anything. <laughs> I said, okay, wait, so have they lost their powers yet? Let's assume yes. Okay, so I said, what the heck is this visual representation of the morphing grid? I don't understand. Like one hallway? Well, yeah. Why is it a physical representation? I I don't know about you, Ken, but the description of the morphing grid to me, I always thought the morphing grid was like the force. It exists within... I, it's Hasn't this, there been a visual representation of a morphing scene where the Rangers are going like they're standing down a hallway and they go through something and no. it's like that? 
Oh, are you talking about the hallway that was used to represent the morphing grid? Because that, to me, feels like a plate that was pulled from something else. I feel like it was pulled from something else. But I I don't think it was a representation of the morphing grid. I think that's like the plate that was used for like their morphing sequence from SPD or something like that. Are you thinking that the morphing grid is like an ethereal like? Yeah, the morphing grid to me is literally the force, but for Power Rangers. It is, is this the thing that is, exists within between everything it is the thing that binds us it whatever like i think about it as this invisible green grid that is everywhere some sort of like microscopic creature no no midichlorines nothing like that mm. i think about it as just being this kind of this this energy force that you know and that and that's how everybody's been able to tap into it one way or another you know other people have found their way to it some way or another it's just this like layer of the universe that exists like between everything it's it's the thread of the universe the morphing grid it's what holds us all together it's the gauze you know but they can um, somehow adapt technology from it well i mean do we not adapt technology from electricity I don't think that's is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I'm saying like if something that is not tangible doesn't necessarily mean you can't adapt technology from it. I also don't know if we adapt. Electricity <laughs> can be physical. <laughs> it's not physical. You can't touch it. Well, if you do touch it, you die. Well, yeah, but you can't like hold it in your hand. It's not like a tangible. I think tangible is the word I was looking for, not physical. <laughs> but like, I I think about the morphing grid as this like this like it, it, it like a plane of existence i guess like it's an in-between thing because like it, it, it's just the it's like a literal space-time continuum is like part of the morphing grid or something i don't know where i got this i got this yeah i got it from like the original series i don't i don't know that's just what i always imagined it as and this representation was like it's some sort of electronic hallway that's all the way across the planet or something and i'm like what and like uh, Alpha smart. Five can be teleported inside, not Alpha Five, excuse me. Uh, Alpha Six can be teleported inside of it. Also, Alpha Six, what are you doing here on planet Earth in Angel Grove in a box when last you were seen on Miranoi in a lost galaxy? What? They shipped him back because he was. In they were like, oh God, we finally made it. Someone cut this this fellow loose. Um, I. I, I also wrote they're terrible at jumping in front of explosions in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not remember or care to remember that they had genetically enhanced skills because I was like, uh, what? Like, like in Dino Thunder, it kind of makes sense. Like it changes them. It bonds with them. And like, you know, Mystic Force, it was magic powers. And then this one, they were just like, ah, the Power Rangers have to have superpowers. And you're like, do they? Do they? Well, I mean, one of them's a robot. So maybe that's how they were trying to explain it. They're like, well, I don't know. Did they know everybody. at this point? I don't think so, but maybe that's how, like, they're like, actually, the other people don't have powers. You are just a robot, so you have extra strength. But And none of the powers were, like, original either. Is Tyson an alien? I don't know who that is. The Silver Ranger. I can't tell you anyone's oh, name except for know. the Silver and the Red one. I was going to ask you if you knew any of their names. I know Mac. Um, Mac is the Red Ranger, and I know Tyson is the Silver Ranger. I don't know. Maybe he's an alien, or... Is this hair fake? Yeah. Okay. It's either fake or it's dyed, but it's not. It's that's not really what that guy's hair looks like. Um, he looks like um Scott Wolf in real life. I. So are we to the point? Can we get to the 
the good. Part. Okay, here we are. The Rangers start showing up. Um, okay, so they're fighting and at uh, Stonehenge. I don't know why you don't like when they show up because I was like, oh, I kind of like how they just kind of show up. No, like, no, I, this is my favorite part of the. Episode. Oh, okay, okay. Because I wrote, I love the way the Rangers start showing up with their theme songs playing. Mm-hmm. Except and for, go ahead. What? Well, the I like the crack in the ground when Adam shows up. Like he has, I think, probably one of the more like interesting or like epic feeling like. You know what's interesting about Adam in this in these two episodes is that he used the power axe more times in these two episodes than he ent- than he ever did when he was the Black Ranger right. on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Well, I think he like used it like twice. The, the Disney era or like later on where they use their weapons more. I think it's like because that. of the toys. I think it was a lot more. I, I think that's just in general and like the mm. Sentai and the whatever they were like. If you think back to Mighty Morphin, like they only had they only had their weapons and the Megazord, and they only had the two, you know, it was Megazord, the Dragonzord, and then Titanus, and that was it. And there's, like, however many episodes of that. It's very little, you know, extra stuff. And they they don't even use the weapons that much, but, like, I don't know, they had those motorcycles they used in one episode. Uh, mm-hmm. But that was, a, you know, yeah, I think you're right. Like, that might have been a thing in the Disney era seasons. They started using those weapons a lot more. I mean, Ninja Storm always had the weapons on the back. You know, um, Dino Thunder, I feel like they always had those weapons all the time stuff. Um, but I don't know. I like when they show up and I like when Adam shows up. The only but. thing is, it's very clear to me in this episode that, and I know this is true, but um, Disney never got the rights to the original Power Rangers music. That's why they never really did a lot with Mighty Morphin is because they never could use the Go-Go Power Rangers theme song. That's why mm. everyone's theme song plays except for the Mighty Morphin theme song. Oh, fun. oh I can't believe you didn't write a note about that. Sorry. Because everyone's got their music and then Adam has this really crappy like uh, BGM music. But... but then like the one guy just goes, I don't know who they are, but I like the suits. And it's because the Operation Overdrive suits suck. That's my note for that. <laughs> I love that Bridge is in this episode, even though it's the red SPD Ranger. Like, I know he promoted to that, but in the last episode of SPD, he's like the Blue Ranger, right? He goes from green to blue. Yeah. And I, I just, I love it. Too. Yeah, I, because I feel like he is the fan favorite. So, like, even mm-hmm. if it was a thing where they were like, oh, we tried to get, you know, Brandon to be in this episode and he didn't want to or whatever. I still am happy it was Bridge because Bridge is the best character, I feel like. Yeah. And, and I, I love... really feel like he would be a leader type character with this, especially, like, if you have a senior ranger like yeah. Adam. Like, I feel like, yes, he was promoted in his given season, but he also would not necessarily be the the one with the most experience at this. He's point. not dominant. Right. Yeah. I also love the buttery reference later on mm-hmm. when they're like, Mr. Bridge, it's we have the toast. And he's like, is it buttery? Toast. Well, cause I was like, Oh, who's that for? And then I remember and I was like, Oh, that's cute. Um, uh, I, I like this episode in the sense where it is a very crappy pilot loose format of what a power Rangers season could be. If it had been, all past rangers like why can't this be a thing where the first episode of whatever new season of power rangers starts and it they are in their classic suits okay Mm -hmm. so they're whatever rangers they are you know they're in the classic suits and then in the first episode 
this new monster that they're trying to fight shows up and it destroys those powers. And they, and that's the whole like first two, like remember when the first episodes of the shows used to be two or three parters, like, and and like, what if it is the Rangers and they have to find new powers from themselves. And that's what turns them into this like new team of Rangers. Like I would be a thousand percent on board with this. Their Zord just wouldn't fit together. Well, it wouldn't hinder toy sales because if they're just going to become the new suits. So like if they all just, wear like the dinosaur suits then that's fine so you'd essentially and, sell two waves of rangers like the whatever suits they had and then the ones that they get yeah i mean if they, i mean if hasbro was making the toys anyways why not, i mean they're doing the lightning collection why not release the, the the those five figures of the original rangers as the lightning collection and then the modern toys can just be the whatever toys you know whatever their current suits are because they very barely make any suits that are their faces so who does it what does it matter um, I don't know. That's one of those weird things, but that's just me. But um, what is it? The when we're here to replace you as Rangers quote. And I was like, I wish please just replace this team, like make the rest of the season better. I like I said, I, I like the offhanded remarks about places they've been like, welcome to Angel Grove mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, um I did think it was weird that the Rangers kind of all immediately went back into very successful lives. Like the one, the blue Rangers, like the movie star, the stunt double or whatever. Yeah, and, like and then the, not like they're the essentially yep. like contractors to like help with security systems. Yeah. And then the yellow ones, like the race car driver. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the pink one, like when she sees Mac come in the room, she's like, Oh my God, Mac. And I'm like, first of all, I want to be like, are you guys like the worst employees ever because you returned back to whatever job you had before and now you're about to leave it again? (laughs) Also, how long is this supposed to be? Well, that's the other part where I was like, have the other Rangers been Rangers for like weeks now? I would like to think so. I'd like to believe in my heart. There's a story out there with them. Um, The weird offhand quote from like Adam where like Dr. K or not Dr. K Dr. Oliver. And he's like, I still can't believe he's in. Oh my God. They still made it up about Also, I'm like, of course they had to work that in there, but it makes sense. Cause like she should reference that she knows his friend. I also like that. Adam is not keeping in contact with Tommy. Apparently <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, I heard he was a doctor, but uh, that piece of crap doesn't talk to me anymore. So we don't exchange Christmas cards. Well, this is also like, you know, Facebook is also, I think, around its height or about to hit its height here. So it's been a while. But I wrote uh, Alpha's voice. It's uh, dot, 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 terrible. <laughs> and I said, and I'm not sure why. It's and then I looked in a tin can. Well, I looked it up, too. It said it's listed as Alpha 6. Um, and then I said, which is weird because he was left on Miranoi. It's it's voiced by Campbell Cooley, who was uh who has an extensive Power Rangers history, but not as Alpha. So I don't know why you even bring the character back if you can't get the original actor. And it, it also feels really disrespectful that the two Alphas, I mean, basically gave their entire existence to the Power Rangers, and somehow one of them ended up in a box in a <laughs> Angel Grove like warehouse. Also the so. fact that... like they knew where he was, and no one thought to go get him prior to that? Yeah, they weren't like, oh, our friend. Oh, you're our best friend. And he, I, I just imagine the him being boxed up where they're like, we love you, Alpha. Oh, my God, we love you so much. Quick, now. <laughs> Take him back up. Like, they throw the box over him? Like, 
okay. Are you guys any better than when, when the Green Ranger sticks that disc in his back? Ugh. <laughs> I just imagine Alpha like digging around, like picking up pieces of candy and like he goes under a box with a stick. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and and just it falls. <laughs> like, oh, piece of candy. Oh, piece of candy. Um, I wrote Thrax does make the reference to his parents succumbing to the light and which happens in, in space. And you're like, okay, Mighty Morphin was three seasons. Uh, Zeo turbo. So in space is season six. You're like, okay, so Thrax was born before in space. This is season 15. And you're like, okay, well, so this kid's 11, but has the body of a 50 year old. I guess I'd be pretty angry about that. Maybe Finster made him. (gasps) like if he was like taking like pieces from like the personality or like god wouldn't that have been a story that would have been a cool story that would have made this somewhat interesting that would have been pretty cool actually now that you say that like especially because i love that finster storyline and that soul of the dragon uh Mm. graphic novel um so I don't really have a ton more notes, though, but I do say when they finally do morph, Adam has that sweet new morph they gave him, at least. I must have missed that. What? But I'm not rewatching it. You don't you don't notice because when Adam says it's morphin time, he throws the morpher down. He does the season three, episode one morph, which is way more involved than any time they ever morphed before that. But then. He morphs and it's like the lava pits exploding and he's like in the suit and then the helmet's facing him and the helmet dissolves and re- Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, his morph right. sequence. He got a he got a fancy schmancy morph sequence. Well, good for him. Yeah, I, th- I always thought, well that was nice. They they clearly cared enough like that's the part that's interesting because like that's a one-off use. <laughs> yeah, there was no redoing that. Like that was somebody like sat and made that. That was a labor of love. So uh, but unfortunately, still not to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song. But and then they fight in this quarry and there, a car is in the background. And I'm like, where? what is that one car doing? But then there's another shot and there's more cars. And I'm like, what are all these cars doing parked in this quarry? I wrote, wait, how many cars are parked in this quarry and why do they not have standard parking? Um, Maybe that's like a New Zealand thing. I don't know. Well, it's a Fred Flintstone thing. That's for sure. Uh, I said, um, I, I remember when I first watched this, like I very distinctly remember the scene where Adam puts on that shield, that overdrive shield um, and being like, oh, that's cool. Cause I loved the idea that they like when they became these new, this new team of Rangers, but they were still the old Rangers in their old suits, but they still use the new stuff. Yes. Cause Adam, Adam rode in on that like vehicle. There's also a Zord sequence thing and they're all in their respective like cockpits and he has the Mastodon symbol behind him, but they're in a normal Zord because I for a split second, I was like, oh, none of their Zords would make sense. Like they wouldn't combine, but they're essentially in the Operation Overdrive Zords. I don't remember that either. So clearly I wasn't paying attention, close enough attention. But um the, also, the weird thing is, Adam doesn't like summon the shield. He just crosses his arm and puts it down. He doesn't even say what it's called. Well, so I, mean, I was only on for like three seconds. I know, and then he loses it, and I was like, "Well, oh. <laughs> it was it was like a cool moment, but it just didn't really go anywhere, you know." And I, and again, I wrote, "I like how much he uses his power axe." And um, I also wrote, "Is this? I'm assuming the first episode where the Sentinel Knight becomes corporeal was he just literally a?" ghost before this i don't know and i don't know that i care to know 
Um, I have the thing with, and I put an asterisk next to it. The Yellow Ranger has like backhoe scoop weapons. And well, I know I'm her like, Zord's like a dumpster, right? Or something. This was the thing. I'm like 20 episodes. A dump truck, of, not a dumpster. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, it's stupid. <laughs> like the the visual images I have of this show are the severed head on a table and the mm-hmm. stupid like scoop things like the backhoe Zord or whatever. And she uses the weapons. I don't remember anyone else using weapons aside from like the the, Retro the Blue Ranger, Ranger does. Oh, yeah. He uses like the weird like fountain thing. Like His fan. I don't, yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a fan. I don't know. It was like spring water. Um, uh, Maybe. I thought that was just the wind. <laughs> I but, interpreted that differently. But she just has like these little scoop things on each of her hands. And I was like, I knew it. I This... No, Tyson uses his weapon too because the Silver Ranger's weapon is a metal detector. I remember Does being like, "Hammer, it's a hammer." No, no, the the Black Ranger's is a hammer. The Silver Ranger's is a metal detector. I kid you not. Re- go back and watch it or look no. up his thing. No, <laughs> do it. Silver, silver operation overdrive weapon. We're doing this right now. I'm sending you this thing. It's a, it is a metal detector category arsenal. Uh, he's got like a gun. I mean, his morpher looks complicated enough. The Black Rangers is the hammer. Their suits are so busy. I don't hate their suits. I don't know your issue with the suits. Look at the helmets. Have you seen the helmets? Yeah, those are I garbage. I don't know. The weird like vent things on their mouths. I, don't and know. Like, I really only have an like, issue with the like the Silver Rangers, but. Oh my gosh, the the silver one did not download for some reason. Compass things on their chests. They hate us because they don't want to be... Oh my gosh, I can't do it. You're going to have to look it up yourself. I can't send you the image. Just write Silver Ranger Overdrive Weapon. It'll come up. It's a metal detector. Trust me. Um, it's. I was like, is this guy looking for loose change at the beach? <laughs> I mean, that's what the season's about, actually. I forgot what he even calls it. I forgot. It's something stupid. Like, it is a metal detector. It but is a, Yeah, it's a metal detector. Yeah. Um, Does it fold into a gun? No, I don't think so. I think it just, it, he just hits yeah, people with it. It folds into a gun. Oh, does it? Okay. Um, I, I, Here's what I'll say, too, that I, that I appreciated about the episode. It was all original footage, right? Sure. I think so. I, I think I think 95% of this, if not all of this, was like original footage. So I'll give it to them. They did invest in this episode. Um, But it just felt like it was an obligated episode more than like an inspired episode. I do like that we learned what Adam was up to, that he never left Angel Grove and he opened a dojo, because that seems in line with the last Adam we know, I guess. Do you- does it make sense that he would start a dojo given like Adams? Was he even ever into like martial arts as much as any of the other Rangers? I mean, I know he knew them, but like, I don't know if he was like a martial artist versus, I mean, why didn't Tommy go into racing? Technically the last time we ever saw him, he was racing cars. No. Oh, you mean before Dino Thunder or Yeah. Yeah. Dino Thunder. Yeah. That's what it's called. You're familiar. I don't know. So I'm not sure. Someday we're going to have to rank these all, I think. But this for me is uh, it's let's wait till we 
get to the we, legacy war because that one so much about like why couldn't this be two parts they would benefit so much from it being two parts i remember when i a my like roller coaster of emotions of thinking it was a different episode realizing it was operation overdrive and then realizing it was two episodes of operation overdrive mm-hmm. i think it's like because forever red we like it so much that we're like i want more of it and like I, I wish there could be a little bit more like I even think the 25th anniversary, like when we get to that, I enjoyed that so much more than the 20th where I was like, I kind of wish this was more than just the one episode because I feel like you had enough going here that it mm-hmm. could have been. And- but it's just they don't want to. Inv- I don't know if it's just the show doesn't have the money to do that anymore. They just don't feel like it's as relevant as it should be. I don't know. Even coming up in Beast Morphers, we now know that the Jason dino so it's a three season crossover and it's still just one episode what i wonder if that has to do with the fact like they also have another crossover that they're doing that season it's not even the season finale that's the part that kind of blows my mind well the other crossover i don't it doesn't really count i if you don't know that that's a show that exists already i think it's just a random like oh there's like another guy in a suit then that'd be weird i think but I don't know. Well, I, I would love it if we get to that episode and they're like, oh, these are the VR troopers. I'd be like, what? <laughs> like, um, I don't I don't hate the the retro ranger stuff in this. I think uh, the actors that they brought back are very good. I don't even really hate some of the Operation Overdrive rangers themselves. I just overall do not like the show, the season in particular. Um, but it just I feels think- very over the top. Yeah. I don't know. I think all the stuff with the retro Rangers is very entertaining. Um, a pleasure to watch because it is not the operation overdrive suits. Um, and it's, it's fun to see like they didn't necessarily pick like, I like, it's like that. It's not red Rangers. Honestly, yeah. no, honestly, no. none of them are red Rangers. Cause even though there is a red Ranger suit, he's not the red Ranger. Right. I think that's great. I I'd so. loved again. I'd love to see more of that. Like, not to say I didn't like, I do like who they picked to be in the 25th anniversary, but that felt more like at random. It didn't feel like it was like derived from story points that made any sense, you know, necessarily, but right. that's, for, that's when we get to 25 episodes, you know, which we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I think I'm quitting after today, but, uh, no, um, I just, I, it's yeah, it's like what you said. Like I enjoy I I this episode had the intention that I wish we had seen again. You know. Mm-hmm. And and I I wish it was like this episode with that Dino Fury nostalgia, like Dino Fury. Oh my god, Dino Thunder. Um like bringing back Tommy as the mentor. Like I want to see I just before this series ends its end, you know, before it's ultimatum, before it's gone forever or whatever, I would just love to see one season. I don't even care if it's all the Nickelodeon kids that come back. Fine. Whatever. I, I mean, they're, I feel like they're not as memorable as other power Rangers has just become kind of like one thing after another. I feel like one, I don't know. want to use the word cliche, but like forgettable. I, I don't even mean to be rude and dismissive of the seasons, but like, other than like Dino Charge, because those those actors are so engaged in the fam community, I don't really foresee any of the Nickelodeon seasons really having a really big impact on the long term history of the show. Hmm. 
Beast Morphers too. I'm sorry. I'm just not including Beast Morphers because it's the current show on. I actually do really enjoy Beast Morphers too. I think it's finally something that tries something different, but it feels like they're going to go backwards again. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. It's got some stuff, some correcting to do, but hey, we'll see. Would you recommend this to people? I mean, if you're trying to watch all the anniversary episodes, yeah, I'd say don't miss this one because I, I'd recommend it based on Adam Adam's role alone because I feel like Adam is one of those people that that was on Power Rangers for quite a long time, you know, from his role until the end of the show. Um, and then he came back, and I don't feel like he necessarily has that kind of... Uh, that respect in the ranger history as he deserves maybe, or maybe he does, but it's, I, I just don't so. think he's a, I don't think he's a ranger as revered as he should be, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's hard for him because, you know, he was the black ranger, which was, you know, when you think of the black ranger suit, I think of Zach, you know, not, mm-hmm. not, not, you know, it's just, uh, you know, Zach is a very charismatic character. Not to say that Adam wasn't a great Black Ranger or anything like that, but then also Adam's suit that he passed on as a Turbo Ranger. And when I think of Turbo, I I do think of like the second cast, not the original cast. Um, so it's kind of like Adam's claim to fame is Green Zio, but it's like eh, I don't know, hmm. I don't know. But then Adam comes back as a Black Ranger more than once. So I, I do I do very much. I think I associate the Black Ranger suit with Adam more than the other suits, to be honest with you. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Do you think Mighty Morphin's no, the one I, you think I, of him the most with? Yes, because like I have to think and be like, oh, well, yes, I guess he was Zeo. Um, but Turbo is... I mean, he was he was the Black Ranger in the movie. And mm-hmm. he... It, so also, he was of the three that changed of Rocky, Adam and Aisha, Adam was there longer than Rocky and Aisha. Mm-hmm. So Adam, Adam was there quite a longer time than the rest of them. Right. So, yeah, I, so I associate him with the black Ranger suit specifically because of like the, the movie. And then even in the turbo movie, like I think of him as a turbo Ranger also before I think of Carlos, cause Carlos, I associate with in space. I mean, Carlos is a great in space. Like, yeah, it's weird how those 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 actors started out the Rangers they were, and then I feel like they became the like. Not to say that CJ wasn't a good Red Ranger, but I think of CJ very much as like that blue TJ. In the, I'm sorry, I'm combining Carlos and TJ together to make CJ. Uh, also, my uh, one of my like really good friends' the name is CJ, and CJ dressed as TJ, and I um, I have forever since gotten it messed up. Because he was the blue in space ranger. And I kept being like, oh, yeah, CJ is CJ. But CJ's, my friend CJ's name is Carlos. So Carlos, who I call CJ, dressed as TJ, the blue (laughs) ranger. And now I have all the names messed up in my head forever because of him. So thank you. Thank you, CJ. (laughs) Who doesn't listen to this, but thank you, friend. Um. I mean, it's it is interesting to see how they end up being like, I, I agree, like I associate TJ with uh, in space blue more than the red. Well, I think turbo. it's also because now and I mean, yeah, he did come back in the 10th anniversary as the red turbo ranger, but he also he came back 20th as blue and 25th as blue, you know, 
And I just think, I think he's like, I, I think I love the in Space Rangers because they took like the franchise in a new direction. So I love that when they own up to those colors, because that's what I associate like that new direction with. And I, I think TJ was a great person to be in the roles he was to transition the show into a new era. Right. And the, and the same with Carlos too, going from like green to black and then, you know. But I, that being said, I cannot recommend people watch Operation Overdrive. You know, someday where eventually there'll be enough episodes of the show, we're going to have to watch some of it. I'd say like I there's a thing where I want to do a like a piece where we watch the first episode, some sort of mid episode and then the finale. Mm-hmm. So like we can be like, what do we feel about this? Bum, bum, bum. You know, but Operation Overdrive, I'm not excited about Jungle Fury. I'll eventually come around to and get there, but. We got to do it someday. I want to say I've seen every episode. I mean, up to this point, I have except for like some of the newer seasons, but like all the way up through some of the more recent Nickelodeon stuff I've seen. I saw I've seen every I saw every episode uh, from so I've seen in space, Lost Galaxy, Lightspeed Rescue, Time Force, Wild Force. I saw of Ninja Storm. I saw of Dino Thunder. It's Mystic Force that I'm like. Or SPD, I I'm missing like four or five episodes, and then Mystic Force. I've seen almost every episode. I think I think I've seen every episode of Mystic Force. I'm not 100 percent sure, but then after that, it's like I haven't seen all of it. Like I've seen chunks of it. Like I've seen so much of Dino Charge. I've almost seen the entire thing. I've seen so much of some of the other ones, but I'm like, I just like when Ninja Storm, not Ninja Storm, uh, Samurai started, I was just like, I don't like the show even a little bit. I can't, I don't know how I'm going to watch this. So it's hard, but you know what? We'll do it. We'll do it. But well, anything else about the once a ranger, always a ranger. No, me neither. I think that's it. What do you say? Watch it or don't watch it. Uh, watch it for the retro ranger stuff. And I keep saying that name retro rangers because that's what they refer to them in as like any of the write-ups. So, but anything with the, the other rangers is pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say the same, watch it for that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, know that you have plenty of other episodes to go to after this, I guess, you know, too. Mm -hmm. So I hope to see Adam back on the show again as I'm sure you do. I know he's one of your favorites. Yep. Um, and uh, that, yeah, I guess that'll do it for this episode. So uh, just, you know, get in touch with us out there. Let us know uh, future topics you'd like to hear us chat about. You'd like to questions about anything like that. You can get in touch with us. Podcast Rangers at gmail.com podcast Rangers on Twitter or Instagram. And uh, that'll do it for this episode, but we'll be back with another episode of podcast Rangers.